On this episode of Fish's Call Sheet, a really talented and multi-hyphenated coworker of mine who has really grown on me over the last couple of years. So I'm proud to welcome Vito Giambalo. Hey, Maron, Michael, buongiorno. Uh, buongiorno, mio amico. Buongiorno. Yeah, good to see you. Excited to be here. It's good to see you too. Your show's going well. This is good. You know, I was thinking about all of the people who do all the jobs that rarely get enough credit i i think it's great first of all that you're doing this I, I, because uh there are those people that feel like they're invisible and uh that does happen it's it's neat when you can get into finding out how uh how things work and and how it becomes a team thing you know what i mean because it is a team thing it is it truly and, is and i think that's part of it for me you know i've worked a lot of crew stuff i have been in almost every department in some form or fashion with the exception of hair and makeup and yeah. uh wardrobe which i would butcher horribly so i i've done a little bit of everything yeah. but i was always a team guy you know I, I grew up loving the crew and loving all the things we did and then on top of that you know, I was a baseball player and an athlete and a coach. So I do feel that sometimes people feel like they're invisible. They're really yeah. not. They're not, especially to all of us who work together, but it can feel that way. It's, it's a beautiful thing to get to come to work with you every day. The energy that people see right now is the energy you have all the time. That's one of those, those gifts that brings life to a set. Thank you, Michael. Thank you. You know what? I try to, uh, try not to bring my, life problems to work you know what i mean uh we all have them of course you know but you know i try to be a happy person even in life problems you know i really do and uh i try to uh just take it easy i i meditate you know and i pray and that's how i start out my day uh, every day and uh, i try to bring that with me it seems to work for me i'm generally pretty happy yeah thanks man you're one of those highlights of my day and so all these weeks that we get to work on the connors you work as a camera operator Right. And I have a ton of questions there, okay. but let me digress a little because you're so complex. I, I think you're a perfect example of this business is full of really talented people. Go ahead. You said complex and right away I thought, well, that's what my wife tells me all the time. Go ahead. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. go ahead. Sorry. Be careful. We get accused of that, right? <laughs> <laughs> I know you so much from a week to week being a camera operator and being really that steady force in the middle of our camera crew. But you also have a tremendous resume. You know, you've been a director. Yeah. You've been an associate director. And, and so in that capacity, you're kind of really leading the shots, you know, which makes a lot more sense as we talk about camera operating, because I really want to get into with you because you have such a depth of knowledge, the camera work, some of the difference in the cameras, right. but also how well you frame or plan shots sometimes because i see you suggest right you know, and that's a fine line because you know you with directors coming in and out you that's never right. want to overstep that's right yeah you're, you're really kind of all, always on the fence there's a certain verbiage uh that i try to stay with that doesn't sound commanding or demanding it's uh can i suggest you know, it's the word suggest, maybe. That's the place to start, you know. Uh, if I know the director really well, you know what I mean? And, and I know a lot of these people a long time anyway. I'll say, you're not going to like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, but other people, I, I, you know, for if I don't know someone so well, I, I'll just take it easy and say suggest. As a camera operator, 
when people hear that term, what do people think you do? I think that today, uh, being a camera operator, everybody seems to be a camera operator. You know what I mean? You got, you got your iPhones you got, and you got this and that, and everybody is a shooter. You know, they call them shooters. Point and shoot, right? Everybody point and shoot, point yeah. Shoot. Right. Well, you know, there's a, there's, uh, there's a little more involved. You know, there's yep. a little more involved. And you know what? It all doesn't come at one time. Go ahead, Mike. Oh, I was just going to say, you know, what do you really do? Because that's always what I ask people. Camera operator is the title. In terms of uh, what I really do is, is you guys get to do it kind of through the week and get a little more rehearsal time of what you're going to do and where you're going to go. This when we, when we come to the set uh, the first day, it's, uh, it's a first look for us. You know, so we got, you know what, uh, I like to stand where my camera might be to get a feel of what it's like from that angle, you know what I mean, and, uh, and to what's going on in front of the lens. Uh, a lot of times, uh, you know, people will be doing this in the lens, the actors will be doing this in the lens. Well, you don't do this with them. You just sit steady, let them rock in the frame. And uh, therefore, what that does is it, it translates to, to the viewer uh, that it's not making them sick. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah you know this I mean? works, this not so much, right? And, and I think exactly that's it. subtle movement. Subtle movement, right. You know, subtle. One of the shots that, that you've done a lot on our show is you get a lot of the pans or the moves or the bring-ins, right? Car carries, yeah. Yeah, carries. And so audience members probably have seen a million times. Right, right. But maybe really never had their attention drawn to. It's the example of, you know, the camera starts here and as you kind of slowly push in to right. the close-up. In my terms, I like to call it, uh, this particular camera that I'm doing on the counters is, uh, it's a dolly camera. So there's not just me, there's two other uh, uh, guys that are with me on my, in my team. Uh, Steve, who's on the lens, and then Pat, who's uh, behind me and he's the dolly grip. Dolly grip moves me everywhere I need to go, up, down, in, out, right, left. Steve takes care of not only the focus, but the zooming. I don't have my hands on that. I have my hands on the wheels. And I, my job at that point is to keep everybody in the frame, headroom, how wide, you know, not too high, not too low, straight on, smooth. And uh, with, with, a, with a dolly camera like that, you're kind of like the color camera because you're, you're doing all the carries and, and the sweeps and the whole, whole thing. And it's, uh, you know, actually, it's, it's my very favorite camera, to be honest with you, because it's very melodic to me, you know what I mean? And I, and I, I just really get into it. And, and uh, a lot of times I'll start with a shot. Uh, I'll start at the end of the shot and say, okay, we see the, how it's going to go, blah, blah, blah. Okay, guys, here's what I like to do. Uh, let's go over here, just take a look at this at first and see how this is going to end up. You know what I mean? So over here, so I'll, I'll go over and end up the shot first and then back it, back it up to the beginning. So I know that at the beginning, here's where we are. We got the middle point and then we already know where we're going to end. It doesn't have to be uh, arduous and it also doesn't have to be uh, hard. It could be fun. And that's what I tell my guys before uh, we, we do every show, every show, especially in front of the audience. So I said, okay, guys, let's have fun. And that's exactly how we, uh, we approach it all and uh, you know it's, it's it's kind of fun and we don't waste time on the shot either you know i like to get it done know where we're going to go and move on so a dolly basically looks like almost a push cart 
for lack of a better term, I would say. Tell me if you disagree, if I give a bad no. analogy or you have a better one. No, I've heard some dollar groups call it a shopping cart. You know what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> some dollar groups hear that, they don't like it. <laughs> yeah, so it has four wheels, and the, the gentleman, in your case, Pat, is in the back and shifts back and forth, side right. to side. He moves you forward and back, but also what they don't, what a lot of people don't realize is he controls up and down. Oh, yeah. And, and that's a big thing. That's tough. And that's being smooth. Oh, right. Pat, Pat's terrific. And, and that's, it's a fine art. You know, so a lot of times if, uh, if uh, I'm up, you guys are standing up, let's say, and you're going to sit on the couch. Right. So, I mean, I can easily, from an up position, just tilt down, okay? And, and when you guys sit down on the couch. I don't like that. I never have. I like to, if, if you're going to sit down, I want to come down. Right. You know I, mean? I want to be eye level with you guys. And uh, not to shoot up, but at, you know, eye level. So coming from this up position to the down position, this, this has happened in the past with other, other, other people. Bonk. You know what I mean? <laughs> no. No. And that doesn't work. If you bottom out, it's oh, like bottoming out in your car, right? It's it, like, it looks, uh, right? It looks and, terrible, too. And, it, it, and the whole thing is no good. So no. someone like Pat, who is really... He, he's smooth and, and quick. I think a lot of people will be surprised that there's three of you working dolly cams, right? And that's pretty standard. Most film is like that. And a lot of the powerful shots that people see, that's three really talented artisans working in tandem as one almost. As one. Well, the whole production's teamwork. I don't yeah. care how you look at it. Right. In this case, us three have to look like one. Right. It can't be separate. It, it has to be, we have to be in constant communication. Pat will tell me, so when should I slide a little right or slide a little left here? And I'll go watch my head. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't have to say that. I'll go, yeah. you know, just a little bit, you know what to do. And a lot, and most of the time he knows what to do anyway. You know, he's terrific. You know what I mean? Uh, he's, he's on top of it. He's very knowledgeable, been doing this many years. And I really don't have to say anything. Every once in a while, he'll ask me a question or two. Do you think we need to go over there? Do you think we need to go over there to get that? Because I know he's looking that way. But I said, no, that's what A camera's for. So on the Connors, we use four cameras most right. weeks. Right. We have uh, A, B, C, and X. Right. Maybe you can get into why they're, why they're labeled that. Ooh. Well, you know what? Here's the story that I know. Okay. okay. I go back in this town to a, uh, to a show called One Day at a Time, the Jeffersons, things like that. All the Norman Lear stuff. I did all of it. And uh, at that time when they, they had the setup, it was four cameras and it was one, two, three, four. Okay. That's how, the, that's how TV does it yeah. with the, in, in videotaping and blah, blah, blah. Film did it the other way. It's A, B, C, X. And a lot of people do ask, uh, well, I don't get it. You got A, B, C, X, how's that get in there? Well, the story that I know is that uh, Lucy, Lu Lucille Ball, I love Lucy. I believe there was one time where they needed an, ex uh, an extra camera, you know? So their cameras don't, she's the one who actually started this whole sitcom thing out, you know what I mean? And uh, with three cameras as opposed to one camera and doing positioning like you like you do in episodic. And today, by the way, in episodic, they usually have two cameras now, you know? Or, or more, but yeah, in single camera, they used to do primarily one, and now a lot of single camera shows have as many as three. I know that's right, exactly. When I shadow directors, and, I, and I'm working on the directing side of things. 
Sometimes there's three, sometimes there's even four now. Exactly. They're, they're going A through X. And when we did the Roseanne show originally, we right. were one, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. And I got to tell you, so while I'm stopped at that point, uh, uh, in the episodic, why they usually only had one camera is because that's what they, they went with, okay? And then they started adding cameras. Why? To save time, to save yeah. setups. You got a, the domino effect there is your, your uh, director of photography. Well, you better know what you're doing as a director of photography and episodic when you got more than one camera, episodic. So that means that you get yourself into a position. Well, I can't like that. I got to like that for here. I got to like that for here. Then you got a guy like Don Morgan who's on our show, you know, Mr. Emmy. Uh, you know, he, uh, he can do it all. He does it all. He knows what to do. He can light with anything. He does, he does it and make it look great from this, from this angle, from that angle. Uh, getting back to the uh, ABC uh, X, so what I understand is they, uh, on, on Lucy, they needed an, an extra camera that day, so they brought it in, so that became their fourth camera. So what do we call it? D? Uh, no, wait a minute, it's an extra camera. Well, wait, wait a minute, extra camera? X! Perfect. That's what I know. Truly, Vito, you've worked and been front and center and on stage for groundbreaking television yeah. for, I don't know, 40 years? How, how long? Oh, God. Let me see. Hair's gray. I can say it. <laughs> uh, actually, I've been in this business for 51 years. And uh, uh, I started in 67 in St. Louis at a CBS O&O station doing the news where I got my hands on a camera back there. I started as a stage manager there, actually, out of high school. I right, Senior in high school, I got, I got a gig over there, and I stayed. But uh, I learned camera work by touching the cameras when I wasn't supposed to. But I did, you know what I mean? Me and, too. That, that was me as a kid. Yeah. On the set of Roseanne, I was always playing with the cameras. And in, oh, yeah. in those days, because it was tape, we right. had heads, which – is a different is so type of camera. That's, that's a, a different single, camera, right? Yeah, it's a single, basically um, tripod-based camera that yeah. has three wheels, and you you move yourself and you zoom and focus all at the same time. So you basically have to do everything all at once and camera operate. That's that's and a it's tough. a skill again. That's a, that's a tough gig. Yeah, and at times, especially if they make you move a bunch, yeah, it's a it's a real kind of chaotic. Cause, but it was a great. It was a great thing to learn on. It was a great oh, yeah, thing yeah, to yeah. play on because you can do everything. A single camera, you do it all. You're the like a one man band type thing. You know, you you do everything, and that's it's uh, it's something that uh, you whew, you really have to know. You have to you have to. It, it's an educational journey. Let me tell you right now. So I do both. I do dolly and and uh, and pedestal. And I also do, was doing handheld for many years, a lot of music video, lots and lots of music video, and uh, a lot of magazine shows and things like that. And uh, I had a great time. But you know what? I was blessed uh, to have uh, started out on a pedestal camera. If I start driving, give me the hardest thing to, to do first. So I'll, what is it? Stick shift. And I learned on the stick shift, which is the pedestal, and I transitioned to uh, not an automatic, but uh, uh, the dolly. Because, you know, basically what I do uh, on the dolly is I frame, I make sure of it's the flow, everything. And, and the other guys, like Steve, is focused and zooms for me, 
and he, you know, he's, and he's excellent, by the way. He's so gentle. He knows, you know, he, he has, he has to feel, he knows when I like to stop. Like if you guys are walking across the, uh, the floor and you come and you stop, Steve has to stop with you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't, don't stop and me keep going. Rah, rah. You know what I mean? That don't work. Well, so, and can I jump in for one second? Yeah. Like Steve is a real artisan in that way. In, oh yeah. He also does a great job of anticipating when someone just slightly misses their mark or is a little close or a little far. And that's such a fine that you have to know. I always equate it to because it's on the side of the camera usually, and most people are doing the side or they have an extender in there. And it always reminds me of in movies, you know, when the guy's trying to listen to the safe and get the combination. <laughs> right. It, no, it you're feels right. like that. No, and, it is like that. Yeah. And, he, and to get the right combination at the right moment, the fact is you don't notice great camera work as much, which is the great compliment to it is, right? If you really look at and you step back or if you go back and you watch a television show or a movie now after listening to this conversation, look at the sweeps, look at the subtle movements, look how smooth the transition is. You know, on the Connors, a lot of those movements are you or JD and who's another camera operator. And the, the moments that people really should look for is, a lot of those intimate moments, the heavy conversation, the two shot, the three shot, the transition in where you come in to sit down, those are the moments where you really see the shine of three people working in tandem as one. That's right. That's right. Uh, you know what? You, you mentioned the other cameras. You know, uh, yeah, John's, uh, John, uh, John DeShane's there, and he's, he's a, a color camera too, but he's on a pedestal. They got him on a pedestal. John also knows Dolly and he knows pedestal and uh, the, the gratitude list. Cause I have one, I, I have a big one uh, is that uh, it, it allows me to have a job today and to take care of my family. You know what I mean? Uh, now Randy is over on a camera and then John, big John Boyd, the big guy, he's over on X and those guys on the two wings, we call them wings. So you got a wing, uh, John, me, and then, and then Randy over on the outside, uh, those guys take care of your, your close-ups, your tight shots, your, your tight cross twos, your, your loose cross twos, lots of carries too. Mainly on a carry, you like to try to keep it a little bit in the waist area. And when you're carrying up in here, aye, 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 that's, that's tough. Because, it's tough, and people will move woo, in and out real fast. Woo, and, and if woo. they move out, your coverage doesn't work. Woo. And, and I think – you know, if, if we talk about placements, right? So if you have uh, A, B, C, X, A and X tend to move up a set or come in. Exactly. So being on, on PEDS makes a lot of sense because right. it gives them a quickness of mobility and a smaller wheelbase. Right, that's true. But I really love having dollies in the middle. And there's a lot of ways that a lot of pro productions could be dollies all the way across. We're very fortunate on the counters though. All the operators, lots of experience, you know, and yeah. so we know what to do. So we can handle either or it's, it's got to look great all the way around, no matter what you got to work with. And, and you, and we can make that happen. You know what I mean? So it, it's yeah. great. And, and it takes, it takes experience and time and all of that stuff. And, uh, and thank God we have that, you know, I got to tell you something here, like uh, for, for A and X on the tight stuff, Way back on One Day at a Time with uh, from Pat Harrington, he played Schneider on One Day at a Time. He played he was the uh, super the super, very, real very close friend of mine by the way, who has passed recently. But uh, he says Vito, he says the shot 
has to compliment the joke. There it is. That's all you needed to say to me, and I, I totally understood that. Yeah. And that meant that, however, if, if in other words, if I'm really loose on a shot and it doesn't happen, and the joke doesn't have to do with your feet, you know what I mean? And, and the joke's up in here. Well, you'd be in here. Here's the joke right here. The shot compliments the joke, or vice versa. That's, the shot that's, should always kind of compliment whatever, whatever the scene, the action, the moment is, right? Uh, exactly. Exactly. Because you direct, you also camera operate. Take us through kind of a, a rough version of the general shots, because I haven't covered that yet. It's something I think is really fascinating. Unless, uh, you know, from camera to camera, let's say, in, and we'll take them in zones. A little bit of zones, and then if we can go, like, maybe insert to family. Okay, sure. So let's start with my camera. My camera mainly has a, a group shot, a wide shot. They call it a master. You know, and that's when all you guys are in, you know, flailing around and doing your thing up there, moving from side to side or whatever. And in other words, it's geography. We need, in other words, let's show the audience where we are. Let's, let's give them a basis of what's going on in what room. We'll come to a, uh, an apartment in the show or someplace in the show that we've never, ever been. So what do you want to start with? A tight shot of, of what? No, no. Let's start, start with the master. Let's tell the audience and show them where we are. Let's show them the layout so they understand that when we get into the tighter stuff, it, they'll get it. You know what I mean? They'll get it without questioning. It, in other words, you're subliminally, you're putting it in the back of their mind. So, uh, you know, the audience is, is not stupid. That's for sure. You know what I mean? No, but, audiences are so smart. Oh! And, and, it's, and it's like when you walk into a place the first time. The first thing you do, you walk into somebody's house, you walk into a restaurant, you, you look around, you get an idea, you get a feel for where you're at. So we same try thing. to do the same thing from a, a production standpoint because otherwise – people start to question or it's not your norm. You know, if we walked right in and it was close up on a person's face, who's telling you what it is. And there's something blue in the background. You'd be like, what, what's that blue thing? Right. What is that, what is that back there? If you've right. seen the room, and that's it's right. Not distracting anymore. Right. So right. It paint, the picture's so, painted. That's the yeah. picture. We paint the picture. So you the know, master kind of does that. And I love masters. We used to use masters a lot more. Okay. And I love masters for biz, big physical activity is what a lot of people use them for. But I love family reaction. Right. <laughs> when somebody comes in and says something crazy or that you didn't expect, I love to see the whole room react. Let's see the group. Let's see the family. Right. Let's see, let's see, let's see a, a, a reaction in total. It's complimenting the reaction or the joke or whatever by the shot. You know what I mean? That's what this, my camera does. It takes care of the groups and the carries and the whole thing. And then the uh, A camera and X camera, those guys get entrances, tighter entrances on who's coming in the door. And then they may, may cut to, to me on a, on a, on a master. The, the, they'll have, they may have a master to come, to come in the door and then go right to the door for your first line and then carry across and hold that until we need to get out of that shot, that kind of thing. And then maybe let's talk about kind of the setup of maybe a three shot, a yeah. two shot. There's a beauty to framing and it's right. subtle. Some of it is artistic eye, which you right. definitely have. And on your camera in particular, to touch on it is you have two wheels essentially one goes side to side, one goes up and down, and it's a tilt and pan. And so it's such a fine thing to be able to move all those things in rhythm. Yeah. 
but it gives you the control, right? That's why it's not an automatic because there's still a lot of moving pieces. Right. But framing, framing of say two shots to three shots or singles. Like a lot of times I'll have the master shot, a group shot at the couch or whatever. And John, who's next to me, who is also a color, a color camera, uh, he'll have a tighter version of that. You know what I mean? So I may have a head to toe or I may have a cowboy, they call it, a little above the knees, you know, right around in that area. And then John will be tighter. He'll be what we call wall to wall. In other words, you got a three shot, three people. And when we say wall to wall, it means that shoulder here and shoulder here on the outside people with a person in the center, that's wall to wall. So he'll have that. And then uh, over on uh, A camera or X, they may have a single out over here. Not, not a lot of times you're going to see a cross three, cross three from either side. It'll be, they'll single out or do, do, do overs or cross twos. Can I jump in for one second? Yeah, yeah. So when we say cross, for people who maybe don't know, if you shoot it from the side, from the A and the X, because right. of their angle, what you end up is kind of with this profile, like one face here, one face here, and maybe one face here, but you, you start to lose depth or, or placement. Right. And you can't really see as much of what's going on with the eyes. Right. It works a lot of times if this person is here and this person turns to them because exactly. you get more face recognition. Exactly. Yeah. And that becomes a cross too. Right. That becomes a cross too. And you know, a lot of times, you know, you've heard me say, we'll say, say, Hey Mike, Mike, can you open up for me a little bit? Meaning yep. open this way or that way. It's a slight movement which comes with the, the acting and you guys do a great job. You know what I mean? You make it look like, well, you make it look like it's real. You know what I mean? And that's what we're supposed to do. You know, that's what's supposed to happen. And along the way, people, operators would say, hey, can you, can you come do it like this? And what, do you mean, what do you want me to stand like this? Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Yeah, you, but there is this fine line as an actor following directors and, and talking to camera operators my whole life. It's very natural for me as an actor to open or to, to clear, right? Where somebody's clear, right, is, right. is here, right? And yeah. if I just shift over, you can see me and we have a shot that works for you and it works for me. And again, going back to teamwork. That's right. Teamwork. Works. That's an area that most people don't cover. And it's something that I feel like often gets overlooked. It's not just stand there and deliver a line. It's right. you got to hit the mark. You got to deliver the line. You got to clear space. Sometimes you got to be giving to your partner. You That's have right. to be respectful of the camera operator and, and continuity about holding things in the same place all of these fine things are happening all at once right and it's the beauty of how we collaborate as a group organized confusion you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) but organized confusion with respect 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 that's big time you know you know coming from an an italian family actually i'm sicilian on both sides you know and uh, my father instilled in us that uh, respect is that's first respect and uh, that's what we try to do in our business is have respect, you know. We talk about these things here. I, you know, I, I, you can't not bring this stuff home. Tickles the heck out of me. My wife will be watching something. <laughs> and she'll go, isn't he a little soft there? You know what I mean? Meaning out of focus. Right. Soft. Or she'll say, she'll say, well, look, they're stacked. You know, meaning stacked, if you want to explain to the audience, if you have two people. And well, she's like, this is stacked. If two people are, are, are on the shot. And this is a person behind behind you here. You know, you either the camera's got to move around where it opens it up like this, or the person has to open up. You know what I mean? And uh, it uncover, in other words, it's called uncover. 
I yeah. love those terminology. We have uncover, and we have when 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 you want to when you zoom out, you go blossom, blossom. Yeah, and and it's, <laughs> it's funny because I feel like you know in the old days people came up in a studio system, right? Yeah. If we go back to the history of this business, you know, we've both been in it most of our lives. Long time. When you came up with a studio system, they taught you a lot of these things because it sped up production. As right. production has changed so much and spread out over all these companies, there's a lot of people who come up. Right. And what you know or what you learn, I find myself, particularly when I am on the directing side of things or the production side of things, when I'm trying to help other people, a lot of times I end up going over to actors and just quietly kind of giving them a crash course in blocking and clearing and finding your light, which was one of those things. In the old Roseanne show, we used to joke because Roseanne sometimes would struggle to find her light. So I would steer her into her light sometimes when I was giving her hugs. Whoa! <laughs> and and she she was totally fine with it, right? But it was funny because you know you you know and you just kind of slide. It looks like a kid giving his mom a hug, which is a great thing. It's about making it realistic. Oh, that's right. That's right. You know, once you know these things, and I hope from this show, when people watch television, watch movies, right. they'll see a little more of the art. Right. But unfortunately, they're also going to see sometimes they're going to be like, hey, wait a minute. That's when Vito talked about stacking. <laughs> That's right. Unstack. Yeah, unstack. What are you doing? Or, 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 you, or, the, or the director will say, use the wheels on that thing, meaning move over, move this way. Yeah. Okay, sometimes you can't. Right. By the way, when you said help, that's you. Man, you tripped me out. I swear to God, you are – I know it's, you, it's hard for you to take compliments. I already know. You're, you know, for me – giving is my favorite thing in the world. Getting gifts, I have a hard time. I, that's just me, though. You know, and, uh, me too. I say thank you a thousand times about the same freaking thing. It's like enough already. You know what I mean? Just say thank you. <laughs> I I'm getting, know. <laughs> I'm getting better, Mike. I'm getting better. But, I'm trying. <laughs> uh, but, you know, you're there, man. I mean, I'll tell you something. I love the way you uh, handle yourself, your charisma, you're so kind, and this is, you know, I hope you start blushing. I hope so. Anyway, uh, it's just that, you know, you go around and you shake hands and you give everybody hugs. The hugs are going to change more recently now, but we'll see how that goes. But, you know, you're, you're always right there. You're always, you're always very kind and respectful, and you give of your time. You know what I mean? You, you, get, you make sure you go around and say hi to everybody and try not to leave anybody out. You say, how's your day? What's going on? You know, blah, blah, blah. Hey, man. You know how big time that is? That's big time, you know? Uh, I respect all of you. And for me, that's one of the things. I want to make sure people know that they're seen, they're heard, they're respected, and you all matter. You matter to me. That's and right. How, how that's you right. feel matters to me. When I ask you, how are you? It's not like, hey, how are you? And like, cruise yeah, and keep moving. Right. 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 I, I really want to know, how are you? I, yeah. I want to be authentic on and off screen. That's and, it. That's it. Yeah, for me, the how matters. How we go about things, how I come to work, how I make sure the people that I work with know that I value their skill and, and their art. And I, I guess an extension, this show is, is that on another level, is trying to share how amazing all of you are. Yeah, yeah all of us. Yeah, it's, and, and it's that's really kind of neat. It's really pretty neat. You know what I mean? In fact, I'll tell you something. When I, when I first uh, brought my wife uh, 
down to wherever I was working in that, uh, she, we left out of there and go, and, and she goes, uh, she goes, why do all you guys all hug each other? Like, <laughs> and I go, do you have to do that? She said, I go, I said, it's just something we do. You know what? I tell you, this is the only business that I know that, that this happens like this, you know, uh, uh, Broadway, this, all kinds of stuff. You go into uh, uh, an office, you know, and, uh, and working every day in cubicles. I'm not taking anything away from that. Uh, there's not much hugging going on, you know what I mean? <laughs> I no, I've done a lot of jobs. Uh, nobody hugs each other on the construction site when I worked there. And when I worked in an office in a cubicle, rarely do people want to come in your cubicle. <laughs> Let alone come and enjoy and like hang out or shake your hand. That's nobody, right. Nobody wants to hug you. No. Uh, <laughs> usually they want to run from you at the end of the day. Like, it's yeah, that, that's right. That's right. And this is different. It is. It is different. You know, I, you know, it's funny. I saw I, I did see one of the shows that Jeremy was on the other day and uh, it, I never really thought about that uh, in all these years. But he brought up that we're like carnies, you know, <laughs> and you know what? Freak, he's right. We are like carnies, you know, with. It's a circus act, you know what I mean? We're all we all show up. We put up the we put up the tent. We put up a show, and then we all get in the car together, and we and we go to the next place, right? I know, I know. That's where all those clowns got that idea about coming out of the car, a thousand of them at one time, yeah. out of the Volkswagen. Well, I, here's what I always tell people: is <laughs> we come from project to project, and you don't always overlap the same way. It's why even in doing this, right, you can talk to multiple people who work in the same department. Right. But, but their jobs are a little different and a little more specialized and, and they have different perspectives and different experiences. Right. And that's the beauty of this that's is right. sharing each perspective, each vision of what we do. Uh, you guys are all so special. It's just, the, it's, well, it's really just true. It's simple in that way, but it's so complex of each, each one of you. Yeah. Thanks Mike. And, uh, and uh, right back at you, man. And uh, back uh, at the cast too, you know, this is a special show here, to be honest with you. I, I, you know, I go from project to project, and a lot of times uh, end up saying is, as well, folks, you know, uh, we're family here. I guess, ah, come on, really? You know, really? But, you know, it does fall into, into family. And like yourself, I love it. At, uh, you, bring, uh, you bring your youngins in, you know, and they hang out with you. Man, you know how, that, that is so great. That's so great. And, uh, and love, they know I what to it. do. They family. know what to do. Yeah, they know where to stand and how to how to that's, that's how right. To be there and be present and learn, but that's not right. not be in the way. I, it's an important thing for me. Is I loved growing up on a set. I yeah. thought it was an amazing experience. I think it can really yeah. be a great thing in your life. I think you will see and be exposed to things sooner, and maybe things that you may not or should not. But there's also great things, and there's not to say that. That happens in everybody's life, one way or the right. other. That's right. true in everything. Right. So I think it's what you take out of it. And for me, I always looked for all of the great things to take. So when I take my kids, and if they have a question afterwards, I don't know everything they're going to see every day. And I'm okay with that because I don't know everything they're going to see when they go to school. I don't right. know everything they see right. when they go out in the world. Right. My job as a parent is hopefully to do a good enough job that when they have questions or something that made them uncomfortable, they'll come and ask me as opposed to going someplace else True. and doing it. True. Yeah, it's, it's great. Well, how many times have you been on a set? Probably not many because I tried not to make it many for me that you pass by somebody a hundred times in a day and don't know their name. It's because we're all busy yeah. and we're going, we're going like this, like that all the time. It makes me nuts. I stop. I said, hey, listen, brother. 
what's your name, man? You know what I mean? Because uh, I'm Vito, blah, blah, blah. What's your name? And, you know, that means a lot to me, but it means more to them. It's I'm like, on the lookout for new people. Oh, Every man. Day. I had Every a guy. Day. I had when a new guy. guy shows up. I want, I want to know. Oh, yeah. I had a guy uh, who was uh, just uh, jobbing for the day. He was, uh, I think he was special effects. He came in and uh, he was back towards the craft service because, you know, special effects loves craft service, I got to yeah. tell you. I stopped it and asked him what his name was and is he going to be with us tomorrow? As I, you, know, you always ask, kind of say, hey, you going to be with us tomorrow too? Because a lot of times when you job, you just come in for one day and you're out of there. You know what I mean? And he was elated that I stopped and asked him his name and welcomed him because I did. I welcomed him to say, hey, welcome, brother. You know what I mean? And he says, I don't get that. He says, I don't get that places. He says, uh, cold as ice. And that's a leadership thing too for me is I always, especially as I build shows and I'm writing things and, and try to launch things, I want to start with the right mentality and I want to engage people the right way. For me, it's a little disheartening and a little shocking at times, but I am also honored is I'll walk away. I'll meet somebody. They come in, they're jobbing for the day or, or right. whatever else, right. you know, they're day playing and I'll hear them turn to somebody else and say, is he for real? <laughs> or, or they go, he's not going to actually remember my name, is he? And I'm always like, yeah, my job is to remember your name. You matter. You're here. You're one of us. Yeah. From 1988, when I started in this business, I've kept every cast and crew list. I have kept track of names of people that I absolutely believe I should go to and those are the people you lean on when you start something or when you're getting an opportunity you go to the people that you know are talented and and you keep track of good people good people make good projects and become like family that's right and and people who are committed make a better project it makes you know you do a cooking show yeah which there it is so I'm gonna bring it up because I, I watched a bunch of it I fell deep down the rabbit hole uh, of Vito's uh, Italian Christina, and I was in love. It's like good ingredients, right? That's right. That's right. That's you right. want to get good ingredients. Good people are like good ingredients. If you want to have your recipe turn out, you got to know what you need. Yeah. And you got to follow steps. And, and each group, each ingredient's got to know when it's their time to shine and how they go together. That's right. That's right. And uh, on, on the uh, thank you for the cooking show. By the way, by the way, while we're there, I came on your show. I would like to invite you to come on and, and cook with me on a show if you want. Oh, I'd love to. Oh, boy, that would be, that would be great. I, um, we'll, we'll talk more about that. We'll well, talk more about real quick, tell people a little bit about your cooking show because I think it's special. And I love your, your energy. I love your passion. And again, on your channel, your family is involved. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, thanks, Mike. It's, uh, these, these recipes are from my mother, 
my father, my uncles, my aunts, you know, and I pulled it all together. Basically, it's, it's their, their uh, recipes. And, I, and of course, I've added along the way. This is coming up on uh, seven, seven years. And I think right now I have like a little over 150 episodes. And uh, it's, I like to call it uh, an entertainment cooking show. Uh, I, I have so much fun just, just doing, doing the show. The, the food is the star. I could just have fun. I, I do goofy jokes uh, that my wife just shakes her head. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, but, but, but I have, I have a great, I have a great time. You know, I have a great time. In fact, you know, I even teach uh, some Italian across uh, along the way. I'll, I'll say, you know, that garlic is called aio in Italian and stuff like that. And by the way, you know, uh, you know, your last name it translates. You know, a lot of things don't translate in different languages. But did you know, did you know your your uh, last name translates in Italian? I love I love languages. So please give me the translation. Pescatore, pescatore. Yeah, that's that's how you say your name. Uh, it means fisherman. Perfect. Fishman. Okay. So right Perfect. now, yeah, from now on, you're going to be known as Mikey Pescatori from the neighborhood. By all means, you give it to me that way. I so salute, it. salute, brother. Salute. salute. I love it. Paisan. This is the joy of what happens behind the scenes. And it's the beauty of when you connect with people. Right. So the people who take themselves too seriously or are that cult person, you're missing the beauty of this business because none of these jobs last forever. No. But your experience will last and how you make those connections will last and how they made you feel right. is real and authentic. And, you know, even how we're making someone who's watching this at home feel, yeah. Yeah. I hope that what they do is they laugh, they joke, they look at yeah, us. Yeah, I hope so. Oh, they're silly. That's, what I, that's what I try to do. That's yeah. what I try. You know, I like, you know, honestly, that's like, a, I, I love giving back. You know, I feel like the people have given me so much. And uh, in order for me to hold on to what I have, I need to give that away. You know what I mean? And uh, I, I, I'm a teacher. I love to teach. I love it. And uh, it's like giving back is, is such a joy for me. And it's, uh, I, you know, I have people, you, you know, in other words, you can come up to me on a set or wherever and ask me anything you want to anytime. Expect, well, not anytime. If I'm, if I'm deep into what's, what we're doing, you know, right. listen, we come to work because it's called work. We got to do the work. But I got to tell you something. I have so much fun at work. I laugh so much at work, you know what I mean? The, the younger people who come in, ask me anything, you know, and I love to teach them. Although, you know, with the cooking show now, you know, I have, I have a lot more people coming at, up to me and asking me, uh, could I have your meatball recipe? You know, or this or that. And it, it kind of tickles me a little bit, you know what I mean? Right. Like they go, I go, you actually watch the show? You know what I mean? I go, wow, thanks, man. Uh, sure, I'll get that to you. But uh, you, you have know. to bring me on, and you're going to have to teach me something to cook. Oh, yeah. But I'm going to be stealing some of your recipes off of. Oh no, you can. Uh, the recipes are all there. They're in the details of the thing. They're all there. Pick something that you either always wanted to do, but takes a little more time. That somebody has to be patient with you, because I'll come hang out and take the time to okay. really make something. Okay, and I know you. I enjoy your You'll time. be over there washing pots and pans. I know you. <laughs> yeah. you know, see, that's I, another thing. I, I swear to God, I know that's you. And it's like, I, you know, we're on the set and, uh, you know, like the guy that said, is that guy for real? Meaning talking about you is that one of the first times when we get getting to know each other is as you're over pulling cables and, uh, you know, helping out and putting stuff over them. And then I'm going, Mike, Michael, I said, I say to Mike, I said, to the guys who do that, I said, get over there, get over there. You know what I mean? I said, Mike, no, don't worry about it. Don't worry. I don't want to get, 
don't want you to get dirty, but you're in there. That but just, this makes you happy. I've always, yeah, it does make me happy. And, and yeah, I know. Me, I've always believed if you see a problem and you can help, if you can make somebody else's life easier, right? then just do it. Right. Especially, you know, moving a cable, right? Sure. Okay, I might have to go wash my hands. But you know what? <laughs> I helped make that transition smoother i helped make something easier for somebody and it makes that person lighter just for a moment it was totally worth it yeah absolutely absolutely and in in, in our, our group i have to say of the connors uh you know it's uh we we really it is a team effort there we help each other out on all kinds of stuff so when i first started out i remember i sat at, at a prop piano and i started playing and this guy come in and screamed at me i think i was on the job four days. Oh. I thought I was going to get fired because he says, he says I'm going to write up a grievance on you. You know, grievance is paperwork and you know, they, they're going to grieve. With, with, yeah. It's a, it's a, com a complaint. Cross, it's a complaint to the union crossed the that you crossed over and then yeah, you right. did or touched so, somebody else's stuff. Ah, please. Come on. Come on. You know what I mean? And uh, you, you know, when you can do that, when you can't in our family, uh, we, we, we can do that. And, and it's, and it's no problem. In fact, I, I, I uh, look out to uh, use it as a joke as, as much as I can. Not every time. You know, somebody <laughs> will, will help uh, and go move T's uh, at the table or something. Right. I go, grievance! You know what yeah. I mean? Stuff, just, just to mess with them a little bit. You know what I mean? It is. And it, it, and it gets a chuckle sometimes. Sometimes. When you're close, you can, you can joke about those things, right? That's right. That's right. When people take themselves too seriously. Ah, please. And then one of the problems that happens is someone will see something that is dangerous or, right. or a problem. And instead of fixing it, they have to go ask somebody because they're afraid of the consequences. Cause that's someone right. That. That's right. Would you rather somebody gets hurt in that moment or would you rather someone just takes care of it and we all get to keep working and move on with our days if nothing happened? Cause it didn't. Right. What is the best part of your job? Vita? Wow. What's the best part of my job? Holy cats. It, it, as honestly, I it, I'm very passionate about what I do, and uh, it, the passion whew, it's pretty heavy. You know, what I mean, I just I, I love what I do from the very first day that I started in in June or July of 1967 to now. I feel the same way. I you know as I am so uh, I have so much gratitude and I'm I'm blessed. You know what I mean? And I get to share that blessing. You know, and uh, in, in this business, there's people come and go and people pass it makes me happy is is uh my uh interaction uh with with everybody respect again we go back to respect and having fun and helping each other it, it, and it's it's not about you it's not about you it's about everybody as i like to what can i help you with how do we help each other how do we collaborate to the best of our ability how do we entertain this audience how do we raise what we're doing so that we can connect with people at a higher level? The more I can tap into your gifts and your skills, and the more we can tap into my gifts and, and the next person's gifts, the project's going to be that much more special. That's right. Part that's of it is sharing with people. That, I, I think that's part of my joy is sharing the experience, but sharing the moment and watching other people's oh, yeah. or, or magic. I want to be there for as many magic moments in your life. I want to be there in a positive way for these moments you can't forget. Yeah, that's good. Well, you do that, Mike. You know, you're very approachable and uh, you know what to do. And uh, that that's such a blessing. And uh, I salute Maron. Thank, thank you for being that person. Uh, I'm thankful for you every hey, day. Thanks, man.
Thanks. Thanks, brother. Now, what is the hardest part of your job? Uh, you know what? It's really weird. Is, is that I think the hardest part of my job is uh, knowing that the show's going away for good or we're going to go on hiatus and not see each other for a long time. And if you think I'm, uh, I'm full of crap on that, I'm not. I, it's true. that I, I kind of go, oh, boy, I, I really like being here. You know, not, I, I not that I want to... I love you. I don't don't really want weeks off. I'm the one guy, every once in a while, I'll take a week off here and there. But if we could work almost year round and, you know, if we took a month off, maybe for the holidays and then maybe a month off in the summer and the rest of the 10 months we were all together. Yeah. It's a dream for me. The hardest part is, uh, well, the real hardest part is walking away from a show and transitioning into something else. But we, this is, this is what the business is. And I, I've, uh, there's been a tear or two along the way, you know, they kind of go, Oh boy, you know, this is, a, I don't like this part, but this is what we do. So that's the hardest part. I think. What was the moment that you knew you wanted to work in the entertainment? In St. Louis, there's a, it was a TV show called uh, the St. Louis hop. It, it was a dance program, sister show to American bandstand. Okay. If you signed up, you might be able to get on the show at some point and go there with a date and dance and enjoy the music and maybe get to see a celebrity band or somebody that comes in town that they'll have on the show, that kind of thing, like Dick Clark did, you know what I mean? And so I went to uh, the St. Louis Hop, a guy by the name of Russ Carter. He was, he was the host. In fact, John Goodman is from St. Louis. I, I know John is going to see that and love that. <laughs> yeah, he'll remember it. Yeah, we, we, I'll tell you that in, in a minute about me and John, okay? But uh, so I went down to the show, and I walked in the studio, and uh, the first time ever being on, on a set, on a stage like that, blah, blah, blah. And okay, so we did the show, walk out. So I walked out, and I'm at, I'm at the bus stop, okay? <laughs> I couldn't drive. I was too young, right? I was at the bus stop, and this guy walks by. This, by the way, his name is Ray Periandry. Nice Italian kid. He says, hey, man, did you have a good time in there? And I said, I said, oh, I had a terrific time. He goes, uh, I didn't see you out there dancing too much. Uh, uh, he says, I saw you mostly looking up at the lights and all the equipment and eyeball and everything. And he says, uh, do you like this stuff? And I says, oh, this is unbelievable. I said, I love it. I'd love to do this the rest of my life. He goes, well, I'll tell you what. Why don't next week, if you're not doing anything, come on down. I'll get you in. And uh, you can hang with me. I did that. It progressed. He put me under his wing. He let me come down to that show as many times as I ever wanted to come down to that show and just hang out. I got to know everybody, get a feel for what this does, what that does. And I knew right there, I need, I got to do this. This is, that was it. And let me see, I was uh, just turned 16, I think. think. Yeah, I kind of was the same way. You know, I walked onto the set of Roseanne that first day in 1988 and looked around it's one of my earliest memories and it is etched in my brain of the magic of what we get to do and how exciting it was and everything, the lights, the, the equipment, the stage, the every portion of it was magic to me and that's never worn off. Right. Well, you know, it's great that uh, you were in that space at that young age to be able to uh, digest that. You know what I mean? And to take that in. And uh, that, that, that's, that's pretty neat, man. 
you know, it's just like what you're doing right now, which is, you know, you're doing this show and you got other things you want to do and you get involved with the crew. You pick up the cables, you do this, you do that. I know that. I, but you know what? It's really neat is, is that you're, you're all, you know, Ron Howard, he started, you know, doing in the acting thing, but his eyeballs were behind the lens. That kid uh, was always sitting on a camera, asking questions, hanging out, coming down there with it when he didn't need to be there. And that's really kind of what you're doing. You know, you're, it's a passion. You have it. It's in your heart. It's in your soul. It's in your soul, brother. You know, I come to production meetings at the beginning of the week and nobody else does, but I do that because I want to know what the plan is and how they put everything together. Thank you. you Ron, Ron Howard, he's a hero of mine in his transition. And I really admire so much of what he's done. And I remember listening to stories of people talk about him talking to Gary Marshall about kind of guiding and what was next and, and looking beyond the camera and that kind of stuff. I love acting, yeah. but you can only play so many parts and you're only a certain age one time. But as a director, as a writer, as a producer, right. you can do everything and there is no time limit. Telling a good story is a good story. Yeah. I asked Gary Marshall questions regarding Ron Howard and he said, do, it, do what you're doing now. And I saw him at CBS Radford one day walking across the lot and I said, that's it, that's it. I'm going to go meet him. You know what I mean? So I did. God, was he gracious. Oh, my God. And then, you know, Oh, yeah. He says, you know, Marshall's not my real last name. What a great guy, you know. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's what Ron Howard did. And, you know, when you talk about ageless in terms of uh, this business, it's like, look at Clint Eastwood. Not to say that, he, you know, yeah. he's, he's still doing it, man. You oh, I love he, it. I want to be that guy. I, I, I'm doing it, right? When somebody asks me, my dream is I have – 20 shows, television shows, yeah. 20 movies I want to do in the next 40, 45 years. Yeah. So like, I don't plan on going anywhere for quite a right. while, and I got lots of things to show and say, and that's, that's where I'm at now. Right. So right. ideas are only going to continue to go. So oh, I, yeah. I love that. Yeah, yeah. There's no cutoff, baby. No. No, cut, no cutoff. Isn't that beautiful? Dream, right? Keep your dream going and dream big. Yeah. And guess what? If they put a, a kibosh on something, you start something else. People ask me about, uh, so when are you going to retire? I go, you know, it's not my vocabulary. It really isn't, you know, and no. maybe I might not be on, uh, on the set at Warner Brothers or, or 20th Century Fox doing a show or something, but I'll be doing my own stuff, you know? Yeah, I don't plan on ever retiring because this is what I love. Yeah. So there's no need to retire from it. It's just finding new avenues or new ways or, or new ways of doing it. Oh, yeah, it's great. Anytime I teach somebody something... I said, the only thing I ask of you is to give it away. What yeah. I just talked to you about and what you digested just now and learned, your job at some point, give it away. Give yeah, it well, to somebody else. Me too. Right? If I can give it to you earlier in life so that you can use it longer. Oh, yeah. Give it to somebody else sooner, all the better. That's, that's what knowledge is for. You transition from, you know, you're in St. Louis. Yeah. What brought you out to, to LA? While I was at CBS, as a stage manager, uh, I, I'd come in at four o'clock in the morning and work till like one thirty in the afternoon. And I found out that there was a job across, across town that they're looking for a, a director, uh, for a, a, a kid's comedy hour, you know, with, uh, uh, Mr. Patches was the guy who was the host and he ran around, had birthday parties and stuff like that. So I went and interviewed for the job and God bless it. I got the job as a director over there. And I think I was 18 or 19 years old. Wow. <laughs> I, yeah. I was like, what? 
not only did you direct, but you also switched. You were like the technical director. You, in other words, the technical director is the guy that's sitting in a booth or somewhere that switches the cameras and dissolves and goes to commercial. So you did that job too. It was all inclusive. You know what I mean? So I did that for a while until uh, I, I had to be replaced by one of the producers and one of his friends that needed a job. Okay, so what they did was they says, but, you know, you're losing this job, but we're gonna, we got a job in the film room editing films, cutting films. In the old days, can I jump in real quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a complex job that was. You know, oh. now, you know, there's a million computer programs and you can do it in an instant. But in yeah, those no. days, you were cutting and reeling them together. Reeling to reel. And making sure they match perfect. I made a couple errors along the way. And because uh, I had to put commercials inside the films. They would run Gunsmoke or something like that, whatever, at the station. I put a Spanish commercial in <laughs> Nobody understood Spanish. I mean, they, you know, I go, oh, well, yeah, I heard about that one. But so, so one time he pulled out this thing about Universal Studios and he put the Universal Studios thing up. So I watched it. It was a 20 minute reel, something like that. And I said, wow, I said, wait a minute. I said, maybe I can go to California and work out there or something. You know, maybe I can do that. That was my aspiration at that point. You know, is I wanted to transition to come out here. Well, what happened was I, uh, the draft was a Vietnam war was going on and I got, uh, uh, my number was called and then I had the opportunity at that point either to get drafted or to join the national guard, the army. So uh, I was able to get into the national guard, my unit, it was a military police unit and I was a cook by the way. How do you like that? Okay. And, uh, I was supposed to be cooking. We got activated and we, we went all over the United States. Uh, in the midst of that, I met some guy in the Air Force and I uh, was able to actually get an honorable discharge from, from the National Guard Army and go over into the Air Force. So I went from greens to blues and, I, and they put me in charge of running a TV station because I came from a little TV background. So I ran a TV station for the Air Force. And uh, so after I got out, I came out to California. Finally got a job at KTTV, which was Channel 11 in Los Angeles. And uh, they wound up doing uh, uh, housing all of the Norman Lear shows. And uh, then I got hooked up with Norman Lear. And I got on camera. Uh, my, my first show there, the sitcom, was One Day at a Time. And then I went on to, you know, all of his, all of his shows. Uh, Good Times, Moa. You worked on the Jeffersons, right? I sure did. Yeah. Now, Jeffersons. Yeah. yeah. Now, I you may have done more, more than one job on the Jeffersons. Hmm. Is that accurate? Uh, yeah, it is. Actually, okay. it is. I was very fortunate and blessed to uh, be able to have gone and pitched stories to, to the writers. I'm getting off track here, but I got to. You know, our show is not line, 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 joke, line, 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 joke. No, it's. It's real stuff that happens. Uh, and what we do is we do some comedy relief in the middle of all life. All yes. life, life of the show, you know. And that's and, the best style. I, I, oh, I, my God. There's lots of places, and people don't realize this, but you'll hear from certain people, well, how many jokes per page? Or how many, right? And you're like, if you're just trying to write a certain number of jokes per page, right. you're missing the point of, the, missing of the story and of life. This show takes real life and, and uh, puts it on its feet, you know, and, and uh, gives you uh, some entertainment, some comedy, some, some uh, teardroppers here or there, you know what I mean? 
anyway, uh, talking about writing. Yeah, I wrote it. I uh, pitched a few shows and got lucky and uh, I was able to put at least one episode up on its feet. They gave me the story and they gave me the script. Myself and my partner, Stu Goldman, we wrote it. Yeah, and it was in the 10th season of The Jeffersons. I'm going, oh, my God, I, I, me? I get to do this? I get to do this? And I did. And it was, uh, what an experience that was. It was a great experience. You know what I mean? And uh, let me tell you something, a little side of this. Do you know, I also shot that show. So they let me cross over. You know, that's a hard thing to do. And, it's really uh, hard. It's really hard. There's a lot of places where oh, no. it's real uncomfortable for people no. for you to do more than one job. And people kind of have, sometimes they really want you to be fit in a, in a box or a category for that's people. Right. So that's right. people have to be open-minded and not everybody is. Yeah, not everybody is. In fact, I got to tell you, my directing part that I, that I got, was able to start is uh, Damon Waynes and Don Rio from uh, My Wife and Kids. I actually stepped off of camera and they gave me the script and we start shooting that day. We, we shot a portion of a show, and then, but I knew I had the job. They, they gave me a, a, my first directing job there. Uh, and that's where I got into the DGA was uh, on my wife and kids. Going back to the Jeffersons and, and other shows, hey, listen, we'll do the writing, you do the shooting. You know what I mean? Now, I know you probably have some good ideas, but we got writers. You know, we know. But these guys were open. Hey, what do you got? You know what I mean? And uh, they let me do that. And not only like, did I write that show, is I also shot that show. And uh, so, but it was kind of miserable for me, to be honest with you, because right here I'm shooting the show and I go, oh, I didn't want it to go that way. Right. I'm, I'm trying right. to shoot and concentrate on what I'm doing. And I'm going, no, 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 no. She's got to tap the couch when she says, come here, sit here. And I go, that's the, that's the joke. That's the joke. I go, did I make a mistake? No. But it was like, uh, ooh, maybe I should have just stepped off to the side and just watched it. I got the opportunity uh, and, the, and the gift to be able to do that, thank God. So that's pretty neat. What is a moment from the shows you've worked on where you just couldn't wait to come home and tell your loved ones? Someone you worked with, a moment that you knew would resonate at home? Well, I met Frank Sinatra. There you go. I, I met I met the Frank. I met the chairman of the board. You know oh, what I mean? Amazing. And uh, it was like, in fact, I was shooting uh, I was shooting something for uh, Entertainment Tonight, and uh, the producer says to me, "Now look," he says, "Frank Sinatra's over there. I don't want you going over there and uh, getting too close." Again, I says, "Oh, no problem." Oh, come on, that's the first place I went. You know, I went right over there. I gotta say, I gotta I gotta meet Frank. This is my only chance, right? And uh, I went over there. I was great. He was very gracious. I said, hello. He got up. He says, how you doing, kid? And he puts his arm on my shoulder. He says, nice to meet you. I, went, I, I couldn't wait to get home. Tell, you know, I didn't, for God's sakes, I, I would have loved to have a picture, but iPhones weren't uh, happening at that point. You know? Right. But it's up here. It's up right. here. And uh, that, no, that, was, that was one of the moments. All right. Now, without using names, because we don't want to get anybody in trouble, what's one of the strangest things you've seen on set? Oh, God. One of the strangest things I've seen on set. Mm. Yeah, I, I can't say any names, that's okay. for sure. Yeah, don't oh. say names. Yeah, no. I don't want to get anybody in trouble. Uh, uh, there was an actress that flashed people, you know what I mean? And I didn't expect that, and neither did anybody else. But from what I understand, uh, the dialogue uh, along the way is that she loves to do that. It's just to get people's attention, you know, and throw them off. 
that that would be it. I'm not saying who it is. I spent a lot of time on other sets. I used to bounce when I worked on Roseanne. I used to go visit all these other sets because I want to see how everybody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The magic of what everybody else was doing. Sure. And, and there's times you walk in, you're like, I'm going to go ahead and go. I'll come. I'll be leaving now. Yeah, like, okay. <laughs> you walk in and there's a lot of stuff going on and you don't know what you walked into because something happened and you're like, sure. Today's sure. not the day. I'll visit yeah. another day. I'll pick I, I'll grab an apple on the way out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna <laughs> walk past craft service and then I'm gonna I'm gonna check out of here. <laughs> like I found my way in, I'll find my way out. No problem. I, I, I know where the exit is. Yeah. <laughs> of all these projects you've done, yeah. Is there any project that you'd love to go back to knowing what you know now that you'd love to take those skills to or have another shot at? You know what? I, I'm not sure if I would want to go back to something I, I like what have, has happened in my career and I enjoyed every moment of it up and I still do obviously, but uh, you know, I got my own stuff that I'm doing, you know, I do that cooking show and, and that's fabulous. Creatively writing. I, you know, I've done some stand up comedy, the writing goes in context to that. And uh, myself and my partner, uh, Jimmy Velarde, that's my partner. Okay. Uh, Another Emmy award-winning camera operator also, but producer too. We got a show that we're getting up on its feet and it's called uh, The Drone Chronicles. And it has to do with, the website has to do with everything and anything about drones. But then there's a TV side of it that, we're, that we've already shot some pilots and it's, uh, ha we have a, a bloopers pilot, you know what I mean, about people who do drones, the kids and whatever, that things that happen. And then we have a general a show and then we have a Spanish show. This is this is something that up you know drones are are happening now. They use it for deliveries for medical medical deliveries, you know. And then Amazon's doing their thing and all these all these places. But what we're doing is it, we're that's going to be like a magazine show with a couple hosts. That, so that's the next project's coming up. I'm going back to something right now. I like where I am right now. I, I like the fact that I'm moving forward uh, and looking to the future of uh, some new projects that I can personally. Uh, be a, a bigger part of it, a, a bigger, a bigger say in what I'd like to do. That kind of thing. Creatively, everybody's so creative in our business. Um, you've done music, yeah. you've done all this technical work. You've directed, and you've been a camera operator. You've been associate director. You've you've worked in all these different departments, but you also did stand up, and you went out on the road doing yeah. stand up, and you still write some for other stand ups. I, yeah, I do, Mike. I do. Uh, I, I do. Yeah, I did twelve years. I did twelve years straight uh, in the '90s, basically, right in that arena. I was with George, you know, George Wallace, the stand-up comic. Yeah, yeah I know. Uh, yeah, I was. Uh, I was with George uh, a few a few weeks back. Uh, I this time I had a chance to go up and talk to him about uh, the time that I followed him at the comedy store. Uh, see, I I did the I've done the comedy store, the Ice House. I've traveled across the United States doing stand-up. I'm a middle. You know, there's a there's a, 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 a an opener. Yep. There's a guy who's the MC, then there's the opener, then there's the middle, and then there's the headliner. I was never a headliner. You know, those guys were doing an hour, hour and a half. I had like 50 minutes, something like that. At any rate, here I am at the comedy store, and I went up after George Wallace, and that was a mistake. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'll never forget that. Anyway, I, I, I conveyed that story to him, and he had a great laugh. He had a great yeah. laugh. He says, uh, well, you still doing stand-up? And I says, well, you know, I've thought about it. He says, why don't you come follow me now? You know what I mean? Like, you know, I said, no, George. But yeah, uh, yeah I, I've had the opportunity to do that. But see, I use that 
in a lot of areas in my life because uh, I'll, I'll have a joke here or there that I can that I can lay out. My, my, mine was a clean act, by the way. I did clean. That's the hardest. Yeah, it's and hard. people don't realize how hard it is to be clean. Yeah, and it's a really beautiful thing. The one thing I'll say about it is it's empowering yeah. because you know a lot of times you can get away with things for shock and awe or whatever, but to work clean. You know, just like I always, the, the little bit I did, I work sober, which I thought most people do, but most people don't. And I always laughed because people, I was like, you're going to do what before you go and get up on stage? And I was like, I like the challenge. I like to remember and to, to think about, okay, well, this worked good. It's also fascinating for people who have never been up doing stand-up. You can have good material. Right. And sometimes a room doesn't fit your dynamic or just doesn't feel your rhythm or maybe your rhythm's a little off one night. That's one of those things like if you have a bad night, get back up and try to get back up soon. Oh yeah. So you don't have time to like build it in your head. Right. Right. Get back up on the horse. I got to tell you something about that is that uh, when you're going to have, when you're having a bad night, okay, the fun part that you do get out of that, because you do, although it is a terrible night, you want to get the hell out of there you'll hear the other comics that are going to be coming up in the back laughing their ass off. Yes. Because, you know, they're not laughing at you. They're laughing kind of with you. And, and the situation. There's a situation. Yeah. And that, you know what, honestly, it's, it's hilarious. It's hilarious. You just say, oh, my God, he died on that one. You know what I mean? Or whatever. Well, they you, come back, you come backstage and there's always somebody who will go, well... How do you feel, right? And they and you know exactly. Everybody knows how you feel, and you joke with each other like, "Okay, so that wasn't the one." Oh yeah. And usually yeah. somebody will turn to you and say, "I loved this joke." Yeah. Or this is great. Don't lose it, right? Like, right. And, and people are usually pretty good about it. Yeah. And if you if you take it that way, it works fine. It, yeah, it does. It's like I like I, when they I like to actually like when they help you out on the joke. You know, yeah. Saying, hey, what if you tried this instead? What if you yeah. said this instead? Those or maybe are great a different things. inflection or an eyeball, you know, what I mean? yeah. or something like that. Yeah, it's pretty neat. But anyway, yeah, I did that too, and it's uh, I, I use it today. It's it, everything is a uh, becomes a part of my life. You know what I mean? And I like to, and I like to share that. I, I love a good laugh. I love to see other people laugh. That's yeah. it's my it's one of my all time favorite things is to make someone. I love when you make people laugh in a way they can't control. <laughs> Because I think there's people have two laughs that they don't like to share with the world. They have kind of that, they have the ugly laugh when they can't control themselves. Yeah. And they have the laugh where they forget themselves. Mm -hmm. And if you can get to those two, that's where the real magic is for me. Right, right. It's, it's, yeah, it's great. I, I, I've had laughs that my stomach hurts so bad. It's, yeah. it's hurting. So I'm, I'm, my eyeballs, are, they're watering. I'm crying. My stomach is killing me. And uh, that that's happened quite a few times in my life, and uh, and I remember those moments. Uh, those are those are beautiful moments, actually. Ready for the big run? Oh no! What what run? I, I these are the know, tough I just, questions. I, I just started walking. One. I got okay. the tough questions for you now. All right, let's go, man. Let's go. Okay, Vito, what's the first thing you look for on a call sheet? Okay, first thing I look at on a call sheet. Usually, I get the call sheet uh, a day before the. The job I have to be there uh, for the next morning is uh, well. I look for when's lunch and my out time. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, actually, I I look for my in time. I, I that's the very first thing. I'm like, uh, you know what? I, I I don't like being late at all. I give myself such a leeway with the traffic in Los Angeles when we're really in. 
I get there early. Hey, I'll relax and say hello to people. I'll have a coffee. Just relax. Uh, yeah, I want to know my end time. That's the first thing that I, I look at. And then I look at the uh, who's on the crew list, uh, friends that I've worked with in the past who may be joining us that day that I haven't seen in such a long time. And that goes with technical uh, directors, ADs, uh, actors, uh, you know, all friends of mine that I consider friends of mine. And, uh, and that is exciting to see that come back around. And that's what happens in this business too. We, we may not see it, honestly, for 20 years. In fact, you know, my first assistant, uh, 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 Steve Lund, on my camera, who does the focus and the zooming, we hadn't seen each other for 20 years. 20 before, years. Before you came back to this project? That's, that's right. That's and right. It, on the reboot. Like, and it's a beautiful thing because you guys are so smooth together. Unbelievable. You would never believe that it's been that long. Un unbelievable, isn't it? See, yeah. so, you know, in this business, that this is what can happen for us. All right. Now, what's the last thing you want to see on a call sheet? Well, the last thing I... I want to see on a call sheet is not seeing my name on it. How's that? You know what I mean? I want, I want my name to be on there. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. I totally get that. Yeah. 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 What's the thing you want to see at craft service? Mike, come on, Mike. Spaghetti and meatballs. What are you All kidding right. me? Was that any question? That classic, right? <laughs> well, okay. honestly, you know, you get sick of spaghetti and meatballs. That's for sure. But you know what? Like the guys uh, who take care of craft service, Chance and uh, John back there. God, are those guys fabulous or what? They're I amazing. Mean, it's constant. It's foods of many lands all the time, all day. You know? Unbelievable. Those are yeah. terrific. Yeah. Okay, now what's the thing you hate to see at craft services? A scale. Good line. That's it. Good line. <laughs> well Please. played, Vito. <laughs> you know? And if I see a scale, I'm going to go to Jeremy and say, get rid of that. Yeah, get rid of that thing. <laughs> All right, Vito, how do you define success? Why, boy, Mike, I did have an idea on some of these things, but then I, you start thinking about it, I go, oh, my God, how do I? Well, honestly, I, I define a success, truthfully, uh, on a daily basis. You know, I got to do my very best all the time. If I can do that and walk out of there and feel great about what I contributed to the show, that's success to me. You know what I mean? That is success. I don't, you know, I'm a perfectionist. I really am. And, and that, that, that drives me nuts. And, and I don't know about other people, but. Uh, me too. It, it, it makes me nuts. To do everything right. That's right. Can, can be obsessive and weight bearing on you. Oh, it is weight bearing. You know, honestly, I try, not, I try to not let perfection get in the way of my best efforts. I'll be honest with you with that. You know, it's like I, I'm going to try my very best. There, you know, will you give 100%? No, no, let's take that up. It's got to go higher. But if I can walk away, you know, if, if I got to tell you, this is how I am. All the other operators and all the other, like, uh, other people that were, if there's something, a little bitty, small, little freaking thing goes wrong with something, and it's, it's just, you know, and it, 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 it works on you. You will drive home and make yourself nuts, beating yourself up all the way. Then you'll bring it home. And then uh, what happens, then your wife has to hear it. You know what I mean? And it's like, oh, please, you know, let it go. But, yeah, I'm, uh, it's, I'm really I'm pretty hard on myself. Uh, I don't know. Did I answer your question? Yeah, you did. How do you measure up to that definition of success? Most How things, do I, I think you're doing good. Yeah. Okay. So is, uh, uh, is this another question you just asked me? Kind of, yeah. Yeah. How do I, how do I measure up? 
Yeah, how do you feel like you're measuring to that definition of success? As a perfectionist, maybe we should shift this because I think you're bringing up a really valuable point that I think, how do you learn to forgive yourself or to move forward as the perfectionist when there is that moment that didn't go the way you want because you want it to all be perfect because you love what you do so much? Wow. That is so difficult. That's, that's difficult. It's difficult. That's difficult for me to even answer right now because I am hard on myself about things. You know, it, it really reflects back to what we talked about earlier. Giving is what I love. Yeah. Getting, as I have a hard time with, so how many times do I say thank you? Thank you for that. Oh, hey, by the way, hey, thanks for that. Hey, thanks for that. And this is about the same thank you that goes along with whatever happened, the scenario. That goes with this. This is that... Uh, I got to just say, you know, mistakes happen. Uh, nobody got hurt. Um, it's, it's not brain surgery, really. You know what I mean? And it's not life or death. Uh, what, how do you react when somebody else makes a mistake? You know what I mean? And I, and I kind of look at it. Super forgiving. You're super forgiving. That's what I do. That's and, what that's, I do. and that's the thing is we're not as forgiving with us. No. And no, I'll, no. I'll tell you the one for me as an actor on the production side, it's a little easier sometimes for me. On the acting side, if I don't get another take, oh, yeah. that's the one that drives me nuts. Is, yeah, right. Or if I get a note that asks me to make a choice that I don't believe fits what's going on, right. that one's really hard. Or, or to be completely honest, there have been times recently where I get a note where I'm told, don't be funny. Or when I, when I know the coverage or the way I'm being told is basically them saying, we're going to cut this anyway, <laughs> which is like, wow, right? I want to give you the best I got, right? Yeah, well, you know, this business is a rejection business. You know what I mean? Yep. Come on. You know, it's yep. like, woo, you got to have, uh, you got to be calloused. I got to let, let it go. Let it and, go. And, I, and I get give that stuff over to my higher power, to be honest with you. I agree. I agree. And spiritually, that's where I go. With maturity and perspective, that becomes easier. Yeah. At least to me. And this is why I want to share amazing people. Right on, man. And, and that's why you're in that group I'm starting with. Thanks. Today. Thank you. Thank you. See, I said it two times or three times. Right? Okay. I said it. Okay. okay. What's the one thing you want on every set? Harmony. I want harmony, man. Uh, yeah. I really want harmony. I want, uh, and this may sound whatever, but I want love, brother. There, there's a love there. You know what I mean? So wait a minute. I just saw you yesterday. Do I have to hug you again? Yeah, I have to. You know what yeah. I mean? Or I have to come up just to, just to talk to you for a minute. It's, yeah, I it's don't have to. I want to. I look forward to that oh, moment, right? Oh, like, yeah, man. Isn't it great? When yeah. we do a show every Friday, I never take one of those shows for granted. No. I come up to you before each show and tell you to have a good show because I legitimately want that. I want that night to be a joy. I want you to leave and drive home and go, we did great work. Yeah. I feel good about what we just did. Exactly. And you matter. I, I'm, a, I'm telling you specifically, Vito, yeah. Yeah. have a great show. Yeah, I get it. Thank you, Mike. Right back at you. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Harmony, love, uh, respect. Okay. There it is again. So what is the one thing that you would eliminate from a set if you could? Well, it happens, but uh, stress, 
it, it becomes woven in sometimes it's out of your control you know what i mean and when you can hear a pin drop and you want to get through those those moments are so awkward to me you know what i mean yes. and, and you know what they they're not foreign but they are it's like they always like, remain foreign i, I think I think we're very similar in this way is yeah, I don't like to, I don't like being there. I, I don't, and I don't ever want to get comfortable with it. it, it no, 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 no. To, it comes back to that thing where people say, you know, I wish I could understand. There's oftentimes when I start that sentence, I go, I wish I could understand. Then I go, you know what? No, I'm glad I don't understand right. that thought process or that way of being because I don't want to be that person. Right. I don't want to be that person. No, 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 no. I don't want to be in the negative. I want to be in the positive. Let me, let me find some assets about that liability you know what right. I mean? and move right. it over and move it over. I, agree. I try to go there. That's what I try to do. Now, what's the best gift you've gotten from working on a project? Oh gosh, the best. These are difficult questions, Mike. Anyway. Sorry. I, I ask tough questions because I really want to know. Actually, this, these are the things I really want to know from people. And I know they're big and I know they're deep, but I know it's a lot. I'm fascinated by it. Is, you mean projects in a, as a whole or as a career? However you want to define ah, it. I, I, I don't define it because that, that sh tells me something too. I, I love to watch what people come up with. Yeah, well, I, it really is uh, that I have uh, gratitude and I know that I'm blessed to be able to be a part of this particular workforce that's happening and that I've been invited to be there. You know, and that they trust me with what I can bring to the table. They trust me that I'm not a jerk, you know, and that I'm not going to put my crap on you. And that uh, I, that that the best gift I I get is being be able being able to be a part of. That's it. Me too. I love yeah. that. Right That's on, a man. great answer. Thanks. Even bigger one. How do you want those people who worked with you to remember you, Vito? As a guy that you could come to with anything and talk to me about anything, if you want me to tell me something that you don't want to, that everybody to know about, that's me too. Gen genuinely a uh, happy guy all the time. Uh, and I have my best, uh, my, my soul. Is that I want to share my life in terms of enjoyment, uh, being uh, comfortable around me, having fun, a good laugh serious moments, uh, compassionate person. Yeah. Uh, a loving person. I, I look, I view myself as that. And, uh, uh, that's how I'd like to, and, and then I'm a professional in what I do and no matter what I, what position I'm in, I handle it professionally all the way and I'm well prepared, pretty much well prepared on, on anything I go into, I guess that's it. All right, what's the legacy you want your loved ones to take from your life? Okay, the legacy would be that I'm a good husband, father, grandfather, uncle, um, cousin, friend, uh, somebody you can always count on and uh, feel secure. I always will have, no matter what is going on in their lives, my, my arms are, are, are always open to accept you in and to know that I'm not going to be like, like this, you know, I'm, I'm going to be open no matter what, because whatever's going on in, in your life uh, that I can be uh, a part of and help you along. Uh, I want to do that now. Yeah. I, I want, I want to, I want them to remember me as that and a, and a good provider. Yeah, that too.
you know, that too, you know, and a uh, spiritual person. Vito, this was beautiful. And I have to thank you so much for coming on and sharing all of your knowledge, uh, your wisdom, the complexities and details of, of what you do as a camera operator, but how much more there is to you and for bringing the love every single day and for bringing the love to the call sheet today. Hey, thanks, Michael. And uh, as my father would say to me and say to his friends and loved ones, Asabenadiga, Michael. That means God bless you, Michael. Thank I love you, man. I love you. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast, and I can't wait to share more.